Hello and welcome back to the Key Arsenal podcast. It's episode 16 today. I hope you are all doing well. I'm joined by my lovely co-hosts, Dad and Madeline. I hope you're both you're both well this evening. Yes, thank you. Yep. Got a bit of an, a bit of week of action to get through before an international break next week. Are we we all excited for that? Oh yeah, San Marino Thursday night. Can't San Marino. Honestly, if I said I couldn't give a toss, but I'm quite looking forward to Lewandowski ripping Harry Maguire in the backside. Well, we'll we'll see what happens with that. Anyway, let's let's go back to Arsenal. Let's let's talk about the last week. I said last week it was like um like a roller coaster. Last week we were absolutely on top. I said this time next week we'd probably be slightly back down to earth, and that's the case once again. Um, titled the episode "The Good, the Bad, the Ugly," and I think that has just about perfectly summarizes what we saw. Um. Sunday, I'd probably if you're a neutral, one of the best games you're gonna see all season. But for us, it, it was horrible, wasn't it? Let's be honest. I have to say, the first thirty minutes, thirty-five minutes was absolutely awful. You knew within the first minute and a bit when we'd hardly had a kick at a ball and we hadn't laid a glove on them, put a tack on there, anybody. It wasn't going to be a good afternoon, and fundamentally, that proved to be true. We, 35 minutes, absolutely stunk the place out. Quite yeah. embarrassing, actually. Embarrassing is exactly the word, actually. And I, we, before they'd even scored, we let Suchek have two free headers. Yep. So we could have could have easily been losing even before we were. Um, I think. We've we've said a couple of times about the poor performance performances this season, and but it was forget this season. That was one of the worst performances I've seen from us in years. That first half an yeah. hour is I I I can't think off the top of my head us playing much worse than that in in the years the years that we've been watching Mads. I, it was level with Villa earlier on in the season. Um, I, I actually think it was it was worse than that to be honest. Um, it was, but it felt worse because it was all combined into a thirty-five minute period, whereas yeah, the Villa game was sustained over the full ninety minutes. But as a thirty-five minute period, probably the last time I can't remember the last time we played that badly early on when we still had eleven men on the pitch. I can think of games where we've been completely overrun. But we're usually down to ten. Um, yeah, I think I think that confused me the most is we've we've come off a good good result against Tottenham, then we've had a had a poor result against Olympiacos. We're playing West Ham, who were fifth in the league, having a, having a really good season and a really good bit of form as well at the minute. And you start a game like that. How how can that happen? That you start a game that slowly. I've, I've absolutely no idea because everybody else knew what was, well, I would say everybody else knew what was coming. You knew West Ham had had a week off. Yep. They were slightly disappointing against Manure, but, you know, clearly missing their best player against them because he plays for Man United. And we proceeded to play exactly as 
you knew you didn't want to. Oh, I can't. I mean, I'll, I'll give we were getting battered and when Lingard scored, at least the one thing I can say is for the first time for a few weeks, it was actually a good goal. Yeah, great strike. I'm not not totally it wasn't sure faultless by more. any means, but, but yeah, it was a good strike. Um, the second goal, well, I, I, reading bits today, oh, they didn't take the free kick where it should have been. But one of you just come and stand over the ball. Well, it's I, I, not far outside the box. Stand over the ball. Wait for the referee to blow his whistle. I don't think you can argue that when we didn't take, for our second goal, we didn't take the free kick in the right place either. So, I know, I'm, I'm just saying that, Matthew. You've yeah, got, no, I, you've I, given away a free kick near the edge of your own box within shooting distance. One of you just stand over the ball. Yeah, I think while you're talking to the referee, whether it's you think it's foul or not, it's it's poor. The foul is poor. The attitude afterwards, I mean, for me to say David Louise is the only one who's awake, is, well, all right, he was looking in the right direction. The rest of them, I've no idea where they were looking and what they thought, but, and that's party, Tierney, amazingly enough. Yeah, absolutely. My friend, Mr. Mari, who I shall come back to later, um, and well, we'll talk about the goalkeeper. Yeah, I I think that was that was a Leicester one actually, where there was about six different players at, at fault. And you're right, you've picked out the three there. You mentioned David Louis, he was actually paying attention. However, he was two yards behind everyone else at the time for some and he, reason. And he was paying attention, could see the situation, shout at someone. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. I watched it back to see if he opened his mouth, pointed at anyone. He didn't say anything. In and all fairness, also, it's also on Leno to shout at him as well because Leno's got full sight of the situation and can see all, what's going on. In all fairness, I think once um, he played the pass, that was it. It was already it was already too late, and the only, the only thing we might have done to stop it would be give away a penalty. So I think there's, or the goalkeeper could have saved it. Uh, or, the, yeah, or that the goal the goalkeeping is shocking. I have to say it's. it's and he it's has cost cool. us a few goals recently. Yeah, I was I was thinking about it, and you're right. I, you said you can't. We'll come on to that in a bit, but yeah, that was that was really poor from the uh, the third goal. Well, if you're going to get bullied by Antonio, absolutely awful. Yeah, I think it's I think it's poor from Tierney to begin with. Obviously, completes the ball away, messes up the clearance. Um, he then does well to get back. Yep. He's then got no one within about 20 yards of him helping him out. No midfield, no winger tracking yep. back. So then the bloke's got a free cross into the box and Antonio's jumped. Whoever it was, I can't even remember who it was for us, didn't jump. No. Won the header. And, I think it was David Luiz, actually. And then someone's playing Suchek onside again, so... Or was that David Louise? I can't remember. No, it's Mari playing to check on side. And I can only describe... I'd written down, Mari, why was he in the side? I said that to Matthew before the game started. 
I personally, when I when I saw the team work, and we'll come on to the team now, but specifically with Mari, I thought that when he played against uh, Leicester and Vardy, he had a brilliant game. He, he did, yeah. He had Vardy in his pocket the entire time. The only time Vardy got a bit of space, he sort of went have that and just sort of showed a him fairly. Over, yeah. so I, I wasn't too worried about Mary, but Madeline did say I'd like to have seen Gabrielle playing, and I think after half an hour, you could see that 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 was absolutely the right thing that should have happened before before the game. You you needed if I'm Antonio, I said this today. If I'm Antonio, the there is only one Arsenal centre back I don't want to play against, and it's Gabriel, and I say don't want to play against. Would rather not because I think Antonio is a player that backs himself in a physical battle against anyone. But if I was Antonio and saw I've got David Luiz and I've got Mari, I'm I'm looking and I'm going I can outmuscle both of these two. I can outjump both of them. Overall, I'm I'm going to sort of have if I'm if I'm going to need to go for the pace, which at times he did. You watched he went out to the right and that was on David Luiz and that was on Chambers. I don't. I saw. I there was one aerial duel. Antonio didn't win all afternoon. I counted, and that was quite late on. He honestly, he bullied. He bullied them both of them. That's not just Mari, but I felt like if Gabriel was in there, he would have had a bit more of a hold over him than 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 Mari was able to. And and I actually for early on in the season, he had quite a good game against Antonio. Yeah. But yeah, I I mean I do question why, because Gabriel played the Thursday, I accept. He could he not have played Sunday? They haven't got a game for two weeks. Yeah, let, let let's talk about the the team selection now actually, because um I I you've mentioned Gabriel there. What about Rob Holding, what what's happened to him? He's not he's not been in the team for for weeks and weeks I'll since since exactly. Madeline said he deserves an England call up. He's not no, been near the side. No, I'll tell you exactly when he lost his side place in the side when he didn't jump for a header with Raheem Sterling. He has not touched yeah. foot on a yeah. football pitch since. Um, he might have through without having to actually do anything might have wiggled his way back into the side because I'm not sure David Luiz or Pablo Mario covered themselves in glory yesterday um so he might have he might get another look in but yeah it since since the city game he hasn't played i, I think this is this is one of the things that confuses me about arteta is i don't know about you but personally i think if you if you make a mistake it's fair enough you get you get dropped for the next game you, you both agree with that yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm looking at someone like you, bang on Madeline. Rob Holden has not played since, for some reason, whatever reason, he decided not to jump with Raheem Sterling. Not that he didn't needed to jump very high, but and he has not he's not seen a pitch since. Mary, that was his first game since the Leicester one. Yeah. When when he had he had a shocker for the Tillemans goal. Um. So. Arteta seems to have this thing of if a player makes a mistake, get rid of him for not not just one game, but a few games until it is right, man. You're almost saying until someone else makes a mistake and you've got no choice. But then you've got someone like Xhaka, who as an oh Sabas again is another one, sorry. 
against um yeah, since Benfica he hasn't started a game since. He, I know he's come on and off the bench a couple of times, but he's not started a game since the Benfica one. And then you've got Shaka who has an absolute howler against Burnley, which cost us two points, by the way, whereas the Mary one didn't didn't actually cost us any. And Jacka well, he didn't get dropped at all. Straight straight in again next week. Um, you have to remember, after that Burnley game, did Ceballos not have a shocker? He did, against Olympiacos. Against Olympiacos. He did give them or two goals, Matthew. Ceballos had a shocker. And the other thing, with your centre-backs especially, you've got more choice. We've seen our central midfield position is so weak. We have party, we've got Xhaka, we've got Ceballos. And that's about it. In that central midfield role, obviously we will, but El Nenny doesn't really provide a lot. So you've got more options to drop those centre backs than you have to drop Jacka. If you see my point. Yeah, I I do get it, but I what's he's now played seventeen games in a row, and he's played ninety minutes in all of them. Uh, he didn't play 90 minutes yesterday, actually. He, he didn't play. Well, that that was more tactical yeah. rather than any actual any actual other reason. So, I say with with all this squad, right? I don't care what how good they claim his engine is. I, it's obviously not that good because I don't see him running up and down the pitch all day, all game. But, but in fairness to Xhaka, Burnley mistake aside, every other game you can't fault him. He has been one of our better players. He he forget Burnley every other game. Whereas I think and and who else are you going to play? We've tried Tobias in there, and in an honestly the least offensive way to Danny Tobias ever, he's been awful. Yeah, he has not put a good that. performance in for I don't know how long. We've tried playing El Nenny, you get nothing out of the game. You kind of have to play Xhaka. Uh, yeah, okay, I see, I see your point. Um, there's there's a bloke who we can talk about. We've got options that hasn't done anything and could probably yeah. be dropped. I'm sure I'm just going to come on to this now. It's a good segue. Aubameyang, up and down season for him. Well, he's mainly been down. He had, a, he had a bit of a peak in the Leeds game, the Benfica game. But since this... Since this North London derby incident, I don't care what Arteta said. It clearly isn't. It clearly hasn't been pushed under the carpet because you can see from the way he's playing that he he looks like he can't be asked. I I just written down poor. I thought he looks like he can't be bothered. I mean, you can't even criticise him that much yesterday because he was so so not interested that he hardly had the ball the whole game yeah. it's quite it's quite interesting because I've, I've written Laka very good yeah again we come on to the positives and 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 I just think I don't I don't know what's up with Aubameyang but it ain't working it was it was strange Tierney had a better second half was poor in the first half um, like I say I think Leno poor you, you can't let a goal in. Like you that. can't. You can't. No, let you that can't in. let a goal in like that. But I would say poor. The the second goal is poor. Everything else was fine. Well, I, he hardly 
He hardly did anything apart from pick the ball out of his net three times. Everything else you wanted him to do, he did. He he did actually get better at the end. He came out and punched at one. His distribution was fine. He came out and punched a few. I did notice he's kicked the ball long a few times, Matthew. I I think they've got to the point now where they've... Whether it's them that's decided or Arteta's that decided it, that they've had enough of conceding stupid goals finally. It only took us about six to concede, but they've decided now just hoof it long if you need to, which I'm I'm more than happy with, to be honest. I'd much rather we did that than try to play out the back and continue the goal from it. And while we're talking about things, then, so can you now explain to me, so Chambers came in, we'll talk about Chambers later, but obviously for his height against West Ham. So explain to me, Cedric and Bellerin on Thursday night. I told you, Bellerin had a good game last time we played him. That'll be all it is. Did he? Yeah, he actually did. Oh, I remember him being. He remember him being slightly, but I don't think he, he put he at least good three game. good crosses in. <laughs> I doubt that. I'm, I haven't seen him put three good crosses in all season. I don't know. I think it's a strange one, but luckily that was the one that uh, didn't affect us too badly the other day. But I even, I mean, even Party didn't start well yesterday. No, no, he sort of started that game like he finished the Tottenham one actually. Yeah. But I, and then I, he seemed to get, he seemed to get much better as the game went on. So it, it was very, very strange and very disappointing that we were. We'd basically given away at least two points before before oh. um, the end of the first half. So. Yeah, okay. the the positive you take out of it is I have not seen us come back from three down in a very 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 long time. In fact, I can't even remember the last time we came back from three down. Bournemouth. Oh, there you go then. You do. Yeah. We were talking about that the other week when, as well. When Giroud did a soppy dance when he scored. Yeah, that would be the one. Instead of getting the ball out of the net. Yeah. But yeah, let, let's talk about it. Um, Lacazette didn't get the first goal, but he was in, instrumental for how it all, wasn't he? Oh, he, he? They should give him the first goal, just for I them. mean, it was hitting the corner flag, but... I know. That had got swaz on it, Madeline. Had it. Well, it's yeah. coming back in. It was coming back. It looked like it was going wide, but it was coming back in. Yeah. Is that all part of the disguise? Fabianski yeah. wouldn't have bothered diving. No. No. Um, I thought Lacquer was really good. We'll we will come to Odegaard in a second. Chambers, at right. least, at least, yeah, go on. His crossing is hit with some pace. It's not all up in the air. It's on so, the floor as well. I, ironically, I think I think his best cross was the one when I think it was three two. And no and, one got on the damn end of and it. And no one, no one was in the box. That was no. a super stonking cross. And he oh. put in the one at the end that Martinelli almost got on yeah. the end of, which would have been scenes. I couldn't understand why no one was in the box for that cross at 3-2. He was hardly going to knock it past the full-back and run, was he? It was quite oh, flaming obvious. It was, obvious. It was quite think, flaming obvious what he to wanted to do. what he did yesterday. He was absolutely would. Oh, he was outstanding, but pace has never been big cow's he was, he was like teeny down the, down 
on the right hand side. Can I just point out, even after Chambers had put a banging cross in for us to score one, Dad went, oh, I'm still not happy he's in the side. <laughs> what did the poor man have to do? Right. And in fairness to him, his crossing was different quality. It was fine as well, but that's not as exciting. Ironically, he actually had a good game against Burnley as well a couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah, he did. But, also, uh, he nearly got that assist for Lacazette as he flicked it over and Lacazette tried to lob the keeper. Oh. But that would have been scenes. Yeah, well, go on, Dad. Reveal what, what's the nickname you've, you've now given Callum oh, James. He is the Hampshire Cafu. The Hampshire Cafu. We've got the, the Croydon De Bruyne and the, the, the Hampshire Cafu in the side. What more oh, could you... Yeah. Um, and then I've written... I've written down, so party was sort of okay. Xhaka, okay. Saka. Mm. Should have scored, shouldn't he? Should have scored. Should have should have gone to the to the keeper's left there instead of he, trying to put it back yeah, in. Yeah, he went. It needs some finishing lessons from my daughter. What can I say? He, you know, he could have he, taken a touch as well, actually. Yeah, yeah I don't think he realised how much time. I don't think he realised how far out he was either. I think I think a couple of weeks ago he'd have he'd have scored that, but he seems to have got, got an injury. I'm not sure he's quite fit yet. So. It did surprise me to throw him in there that quickly. I'll be honest. I thought Felt harsh on Pepe. I thought Pepe when he came on, not for long, admittedly, but very good and what a ball. What honestly, yeah, what a ball! I think that was a bit like watching Marcelo and Ronaldo down the wing. It was, it was, yeah. That was peach of a ball. Even you know, even dog, somebody dog not very good in the air could have and it got their head on that. Yeah, brilliant cross. Um, and then the bloke who I thought was absolutely brilliant must be knackered today for carrying the rest of them around, which was Odegaard. Have you seen his buyout clause? He has. That's his. That's his release clause. That's his release clause. Yeah. You don't look at that because that's what you buy him for, and without negotiations, they're always yeah. ridiculous. What's his buyout clause? Two hundred and fifty million. No, it's not. It's three hundred and. Oh, it's three hundred and fifty million. Sorry. But yeah, I I thought even was, was nothing short of sensational yesterday. He was and outstanding. And I wasn't sure the first couple of games he played. A bit like the lovely Alex Scott wasn't sure. And mm. if she says it's right, she must be right. And a bit like Martin Keown wasn't completely sure either. No, that's but not... that might have been for separate reasons. Yeah. But I thought I thought the last few weeks he's he's looking so good on the ball. He's so good on the ball. He can pass the ball, run with the ball, he works hard. Works hard. Right. He was picking the ball up in defence, wouldn't he? Yeah. And just yeah. drives. Brilliant to see. I think the only problem we'll have is I don't think Real Madrid are going to let us have him. It's well, all right. Zidane don't like him. I was saying this if Zidane's still there. He will be. I might have to root for Real Madrid in the Champions League just so they keep Zidane for a bit longer. I think the the problem is the the better he plays, the the more expensive he goes. But I mean, the the last few performances, it's an absolute must that that we bring him in because. Did certainly got us a point yesterday, and it's just been brilliant the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, who else was good? He's. Uh, oh, sorry to interrupt. You know, a few weeks ago we spoke about how we needed a Bruno Fernandes type player. Yeah. I think yeah. he can be that for us. I'm not saying he's 
Bruno Fernandes yet, but he well, can... we don't get that many penalties. So well, and that. Um, he can definitely be that player for us that when things aren't going well, he, he picks us up and goes, right, you lot, I'll do this then, shall I? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure he's going to quite have the goals in his game. Yeah, I mean, no. there, There'll certainly certainly be enough, well, a few goals there, but I, I think it's, it's his passing that's... Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's the the pass to Chambers for this for the second goal yesterday is I I don't oh. know how he's seen that because I mean I, I'm shouting at it because I'm watching the telly but he's he's not looking the right way no. and he's he's found him so so the the silver lining in all of it was we managed to scrape the point out of a game that uh, after 35 minutes I was thinking this could be five or six yeah, I was feeling the worst. But to be fair, yes, we shouldn't have been 3-0 down inside 35 minutes, admittedly. However, to come back, they do deserve some credit. because I think they deserve a bit of credit. Personally, I think they they got the, the minimum expectation out of the game. And I think if you'd have asked me before the game, I'd have probably said, I'll take a point. Ah, so... No, I don't know. They've been going quite well, Matthew. I know I 100% agree. You've already but... started the game 1 0 down because you did, in fact, know Jesse Lingard was going to score. It was a given. I think perhaps the frustrating thing is that, again, you you look at how, how well we can actually yeah, play. This is what me and Dad kept saying. And it, yeah. it it's so frustrating because you look at a game like that, you look at the Benfica game and you look at the first leg against Olympia Olympiacos and you think, we can get top four, we can win the Europa League. But and you don't get too excited because you know that for every good half we play, there's a free nil half and there's a drop points against Burnley for stupid reasons. So yeah. it's it is the, the consistent word once again that that it always seems to crop up when you talk about us. Yeah. But how yeah. do you get that consistency? I, I honestly can tell you. I think that that's for Arteta to find out, really. I'd, I'd like to know what what the the issue is. Whether I, I, the, go on, sorry, I don't know whether there's too much information or I don't know. I certainly yeah. think that squad depth has helped Man City massively this season. And the fact that most weeks they've got players on their bench that they bought for 50 million has meant they they are so far ahead of everyone else. But I don't think we should be as far behind the other teams that we are. No. I think it's, when, when you say their dad, is there too much information? What's interesting is in that transition from... That that flip from us going from awful to 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 good, nothing, no formation changed, no personnel change. It in the same, it's the same pieces of information that Arteta had already fed to them. And when Lacazette came out after the game and said we didn't do what he asked of us, and I, I Matthew, I said to Dad, usually in games like this, Arteta takes some of the blame. Yesterday, he wasn't taking any of the blame for that first half an hour. He was no. because evidently the game plan it didn't change from 
at any point it didn't change. It was always, it was play the way you did for the second half. And what, how do you, how do you make sure that, I don't know how to work, like, how do you make sure that that second half feeds into the first half? We don't, we don't really put a ninety a ninety minute performance in Matthew. No, that, that you'll always, we'll always have a 10, 15 minute period. We had it against Tottenham where we got we got lucky to be honest that they didn't score. So hmm. yeah, and it's I hard think, to say. Hard to say. I can't you, can't put my finger on it. I still think there's a lack of a lack of leaders in the team. I've they, I think that they, they say the table don't lie, but I think there's a couple of times where we've had 15 minutes that has cost us a game. And just to check the top of my head, I can think of Wolves, the star against Aston Villa, um, obviously yesterday. So I, I do think there's certainly, certainly there's not the quality over a 92 minute period. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not, well, I know the squad is, isn't quite good enough, but it should certainly be a team that should be above Villa, yeah. should be above West Ham, uh, maybe Leicester as well. And I, I don't Everton. think Everton. I don't think Tottenham's squad's brilliant. And they're, they're playing, well, they were playing every other every other Thursday, so. Yeah. I mean, Tottenham are there based on they've been very efficient in front of goal. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. They don't concede as many stupid goals as we do either. I mean, that's poor. What, no yeah, clean that, sheets in 12 games. You've that, got a that's, problem. That's something that needs to be addressed, especially considering we've been saying all season that we've been much improved defensively. So. Yeah. So an interesting... The thing is, on the whole, as a defensive shape, we've been a lot better. We've been, you know, I, I mean, I don't know about you and Touchwood, but I don't look at us at every attack and now think we're susceptible to conceding, like I did a few years ago. But yeah, a few I'd agree years with that. ago, I didn't think that there was going to be so many goddamn individual errors. I yeah, didn't that's... think it was physically possible for one team to make the same mistake yeah, every game. That's the problem, that um, not being worried when the other team attack has been replaced with, being worried any time your goalkeeper, your centre-half, gets the ball in the box. So Yeah. It's... And I, I think you've only got to look at that Olympiacos game. The one long punt over from the goalkeeper. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for playing a high line, but one of you's got to drop a little bit. Well, I think, let's first point out that Mike Keane was completely wrong because he was saying that it was a goal kick, so they couldn't be offside, which wasn't true. So it wasn't a goal kick. And they were clearly trying to play a line. Bellerin had decided he wasn't going to play that line. He was hanging back five yards further than everyone else. And the... The bloke should have scored, yeah. And then we we'd have been really up against it. What because what half an hour or something that that had been going on. So we we'd have been up against it then. Yep. 
so you know and we did concede which was a poor goal yeah really poor goal to concede a bit bit jammy with the deflection but the amount of touches we gave him was the deflection doesn't ask him for it yeah, deflection doesn't happen if you let him if you don't let him cut inside onto his strong foot either. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, so you look at that. Generally, I'll go back to that game. We were poor. I, 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 it was almost as if they didn't know whether to stick or twist because they'd obviously put a lot in in that Tottenham game. You you knew that and you could yeah. see it, but it was almost as if well we just play this game out. And it was the game management again, isn't it? And that yeah. we 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 knew we were a better team from the first leg. Yeah. So why Arteta didn't, or what he maybe did, and why they didn't just go out there and think, right, let's get get this done early, be a couple goals up by an hour, yeah, and then we can we can rest some, yeah, rest for the weekend is it, it's a strange one, but I think. In in all fairness, I think once we did go one 0 down, there was a there's a ten minute spare where we took this thing out of the game, and that yeah. probably probably um, kind of took the wind out of their sails. And the fact you had to bring Thomas Partey on, yeah. I I mean, I think I think I know Madden said doesn't offer much. Early. I thought El Nene was actually one of our better players on first day. I um. Look, I, I have this debate with a lot of people, mainly my mother, of he doesn't do anything wrong, but that's because he doesn't do anything. Well, like, I think you know he, he's not going to contribute in the Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I, have, think... I have no problem because that's his job. Not unless it's a 30-yard long shot. Yeah. Because he's yeah. certainly better at Thomas' party than that. Oh, my then. God. Yes. Um, no, I have no problem with El Nene in the starting eleven in certain situations. However, there comes a point where I can no longer sit and watch a man pass the ball sideways and backwards on my TV screen because I it makes me want to scream. I've had enough. I don't want to see it anymore. Over it. And and I think the I think the problem with El Nini is it 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 takes something away from Jacka. Yeah, that's the other problem. Yeah, I, I think El Nene and Jacka is a bit. I can I say I, I could understand why they they rested uh, party. Oh yeah, I have no problem. I with don't it. think I don't think part uh, NNA and Jacka is, is a combination that's gonna gonna work really. It hardly it hardly brings a lot of excitement, does it? And when I watch Danny Ceballos play like that, it doesn't inspire <laughs> me to go and spend money on him. I don't want to see Ceballos at the ten ever again, and I mean it. It's. It's a bit of a shame. I, th- I think he was almost trying too hard. For he was. He was definitely trying too hard. He looked like a man oh. who knew he'd made a few mistakes and wanted to impress. I'm, I wasn't sure what position he was playing. He was first. meant to be playing as the ten. Because at times he was he was up higher than Aubameyang. Yeah. But if you watch when we play with a ten, that's what that's some, at times what Odegaard, Odegaard goes and presses the keeper or Smith Rowe goes and presses the keeper. Oh, yeah, I do. I'm not sure Sabah's was doing that. I think he was just sort of standing there, really. <laughs> just for the sheer end of it. No, he was... It, it was a painful watch. Someone at half-time, was it Karen Carney, said they'd been really impressed with him. 
And yeah. honestly, she must have been watching a different player to me. Because I was not watching the same player. Don't get me wrong. I love that man. I love the passion he has for us. He's got a banging chant. But my God, I don't want to see him at the 10. No. And not. again, let's talk about Aubameyang because I know we've sort of already mentioned it, but against West Ham, he did absolutely nothing. Against Olympiacos, he should have had a hat-trick. It was, yeah. it was appalling. It a was. bit like against Benfica, he should have had a hat-trick. Yeah. But that didn't matter as much because he scored two goals. So I can let that one slide. No, no, in the first leg. In yeah, first but leg. overall he scored two goals, yeah, so I can okay. let it slide. But yeah, he's um, not having his best season. No, and I, I think that was. I, I don't know whether that was caught, but the, the, the one where Rodegaard put him free, he, did, he didn't look like scoring, did he? Is that the chip? The chip well, no, yeah. it's the one where. Was it chip? I can't. Oh, remember. no, there was the one where he blazed it over. Yeah. That one, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the chip also. Last year, I remember, I remember the one, the one against City in the the semi final, where Tierney plays it over to him. He's got forty yards to run into. He never ever looked like missing that. Yeah. He yeah. calm. He knew when to finish it, and he finished it perfectly. The, it, this he just looks somehow. He looks an absolute shadow of the player that we saw a year ago. Do yep. you think how much? And I think it's got something to do with it. How much do you think no fans affects him? Oh, I'm not not having that as an excuse. No, I'm genuinely... I, I think it might be. Because if you think about it, think how much the crowd go go for him at the Emirates. It's, it's, it's so, he's a type of player who... It's so obvious he warms off the energy of a crowd. But by this point, a year later... I can't help feeling he should probably be over it. Again, so FA Cup semi-final, FA Cup final. Yeah, but... Patrick against Leeds, two yeah, goals Yeah, but it's also, it's also you're not having a good season anyway. In times like this, you rely on a crowd to get you going. Is that why Mesut Ozil struggled after lockdown? He didn't play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He could. He he didn't want to hear the fact that he couldn't sing, ah, we right. couldn't sing, we've got Ozil anymore. That, that, and he that, went, do you know what, I've had enough. But yeah, I mean, we ultimately we were rubbish, but we we did manage to get through, which is difficult. I mean, those those sort of two gold leads they can be vulnerable in those European ties. Yeah. Apparently, they can. I've I've heard some teams some teams struggle to to defend them. Yeah, they were a real team that struggles, but they're usually small, tempo, and no one cares about them. But yeah, we're we're through um, quarterfinals, and we we're playing. We got the lovely task of playing Slavia Prague. Hey, yes, they they look a really nice team, don't they? Yes, Slavia Prague. Can't wait. I'm quite glad there's no fans for that one. I'll be honest. Firstly, I, I want to say that all issues aside, they they are a decent team. They've oh. knocked out Leicester. 
look, I was all for They've the knocked out Rangers. They're they're a good team. We they're a team that we are gonna need to need to play well to beat, much yeah. better than we did against Olympiacos. I was all for the underdog story, and then someone was racist, and the underdog story went out the window. Yeah, they, they are a good side, and they're, they're yeah. a team we, we need to watch. Again, I can't pretend to be an expert, but. You need to look at their results. That they're they're a team that are going to cause us problems. If if Thomas Suchek could give them some advice on how to score an own goal against us this time, that would be fantastic. And I think I went to the game when we beat Slavia Prague seven nil. Yeah. Did I not get an invite? You're about three at the time. It was. Did I get an invite? Two thousand and seven, no. I think it was, Dad. No, Madeline wasn't invited then. She wasn't allowed out in those days. <laughs> I wasn't allowed out of all stuff. Nice. Even Bent has scored. Alexander Kleb scored twice. Yes. Didn't Walcott score? And, yep. and Sesk. See, knew I should have been there. There you go. Uh, but I, I think that might provide a bit more of a challenge this time. Yeah. Nah, smack them up. But yeah, we need to we need to beat them somehow, and then hopefully Man United get knocked out. Fingers crossed. But by Granada. By Granada. <laughs> or Mitakarian actually producing the goods. Mitakarian, not not Mkhitaryan. No Mitakarian. Is that his cousin? His brother. He, yeah. he was the one that signed signed for us. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not for Man United. Not the bloke who plays for Roma, the one we had. Yeah. And if if we do get through Slavia Prague, we'll we may face a nice re reunite re, reunion with, with, with old Unai. With Dick, yeah. Yeah. That's Dick Emery in case anyone's listening. That's not dad yeah. being rude to him. Dick Emery himself. And Francis Coquelin, you can't forget him. Oh, Coquelin, he'll get a hero's welcome. (laughs) (laughs) He won't, there won't be anyone there. 60,000 inside the Emirates. Please welcome back. (laughs) You know, they actually did that. Who did they do that for the other day? Oh, Socrates. If you, the the, the man, the Tannoy man said, welcome back to the Arsenal. Except that one wasn't cute, followed by a chorus of boos or cheers. But, um, but before then, we've also got Liverpool. Yeah, that's, that's been moved to to Sunday night underneath the floodlights. And yeah. they've picked up form again. I can't wait. Yes. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what he does with his team. I've, if Fabinho's in midfield, we're done for. Yeah, they've they've started to get get a few back, and I know Jota's Jota's yeah. been playing well, is not he? So, yeah. but hopefully, Allison will have a shot. Oh, you know he won't. Look, this is the same Liverpool side that Jurgen Klopp said that's the best I've seen them play in the entire time I've managed them earlier on this season. So that's heartwarming, isn't it? What what? Do we think about us playing first against Slavia Prague? Personally, I think I think that's a good thing. I think that will that will hopefully help us. Yeah. yeah. Playing at home. 
I, I don't, I have to confess, I do not understand this away goals rule this season when you're you're playing in front of no crowds or a neutral venue. I mean, I, I, I less mind it if we're actually playing at home. The fact we yeah. had to play against Benfica and have away goals when we weren't at home was a, was a strange one. I still mm. think they need to do something about the minute it goes to extra time and there's that extra yeah. half an hour, away goals shouldn't count. I mean, I think hopefully if we if we do manage to win the first leg, there'll still be a motivation for them to score goals second leg because yeah. there'll then be away goals. So hopefully, I think I, I remember when we've done well in the Europa League Valencia. in the past. Valencia, um, CSK, Moscow. Playing at, playing, at, playing at home has helped us going first. And that the second leg, so we've got Liverpool, then we've got Slavia Prague, then we've got Sheffield United, Slavia Prague, and then Fulham. So I'm not going to mm. say they're, they're, they're nice fixtures, aren't they're they? Winnable they're, they're, they're winnable games. If you can't beat Sheffield United, you have genuinely got a serious, serious problem. And Fulham, Fulham have been doing really well recently. Yeah. They they do still struggle against the the better sides. So, yeah, you, you you can't tell. Hopefully, hopefully we could pick some points up. Yeah, because Liverpool aside, it's then so after Fulham, it's Everton, Newcastle, and West Brom. So, and then Chelsea I mean, somewhere. Yeah, Chelsea three games before the end. I'm not I'm not holding out any hope of res, re, finishing in a respectable position. No. In the league. But I just I just want us to keep keep winning games, really. Yeah, it would be nice. It would be. I, you could get another 18, 20 points. I don't know how many we actually got last year. Not many. How many points did we get last year, Matthew? About sixty odd, I reckon. Did we get Did we get that many? Fifty six. Fifty six. Oh that is awful. Fourteen, fourteen, and ten. And what have we got this year? Twelve, six, and eleven. So we've actually already lost more games than we did of the whole of last year. How many points have we got this year? We have currently got forty two. Yeah, that is embarrassing. And we really got 56 last year. What do you mean? That's embarrassing. 40 points. We're staying up, Madeline. We can't win the league anymore, unfortunately. Yeah, that is a shame. Title race is over for another yeah. season. Well, I was backing us to have a late, a late <laughs> run, but it's not, not possible anymore, unfortunately. Yes. Yeah. That, that is a bit of a shame. But on the bright side, we're still third in the form table of 2021. So We are. Yes, would be nice to get some points. Yeah, any 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 other business before before we end for this evening? Uh, no, no, no. It was all actually fairly depressing. You have, Madeline. I can, I can do. Can I do my hair end for the FA Youth Cup? Because I just want to talk about Miguel Aziz. Because um, that was some strike. It was a very nice strike. Very nice goal. Thoroughly enjoyed. Would watch again. Um, Arsenal ladies, Madeline. Arsenal ladies. Yeah, beat really Man United. Big win. Yeah. Things you'd love to see. 
actually um, a good win against a good side for the first time this season, which was nice. Yeah. And without a few key players, so... <laughs> and Beth Mead for half an hour. That's all right. Carl will forgive her. It'll be she, fine. She could have got in the men's side with that second challenge. Yeah. But yeah, that's me done. That's you done, yeah. Well, uh, I just about going to wrap it up. I'd say international... International week, so I okay. I'm never never sure whether it's a good thing or a bad thing for us. But we say we what we what we saying about bringing an England episode next week. Depends how useless and toilet they've been. If I've had to sit through three games of Gareth Southgate's defence, uh, it'll only be two by next week. Uh, even if I have to sit through two of Gareth Southgate's played eighteen defenders on a pitch, I'm gonna stab myself in the leg. So. San Marino's strikers are plumber, Madeleine. He, he likes to expose leaky defences. Oh. He's been thinking of that one. <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking about that one, Matthew. <laughs> oh, rubbish. He makes the attack flow. Ooh. Oh, do Give us more. Ah, that's me done. But yeah, we'll, we'll see about that. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll see if we can get some questions in as well. That that would be good fun today. But yeah, a week off for us. So, as I say, I never know if it's a good or bad thing, but we'll, we'll see. Thank you both for joining me. You're welcome. Always Thank a pleasure, you. Matthew. Good, good. Thank you for listening. And we may be back next week. Goodbye.